0: You're listening to The Beauty Debut. I'm your host, Claudia Fabian. As someone who has spent over 25 years in the beauty industry as an esthetician, makeup artist, and in professional sales, I want to share what I've learned. Allow me to be your beauty avatar and give you a behind-the-scenes look at what it's really like to work in the world of beauty and follow me as I navigate how to age gracefully. And remember, it's never too late to make your debut. This podcast is about all things beauty inside and out. Tune in every week to hear my conversations with the amazing professionals who are working in all aspects of the beauty industry. Get the scoop on the latest trends and learn firsthand insider tips and tricks to help you look and feel your very best. I'm so happy to have you here the Beauty Debut starts now. Anna, thank you so much for joining me today on the Beauty Debut podcast. I think this episode is one that is super important to me. Um, it's something that, um, it's a topic that I really am fascinated by and um, I'm still Every day, practicing as much as I can, some of these things that we're going to talk about. But you are a coach in this field, and I'm excited to hear your um, perspective and give us some of your insight. So, welcome, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much, Claudia. I'm so happy to be here coming in from Sydney, Australia. Um, I love that we can talk across the world and it's just another room in the house. (laughs) And yeah, I, I am so excited to talk about this topic about Oh, really the beauty inside of us.
0: Yes. Um, you know, I had reached out to you originally, um, you know, letting you know that I was going to do this series about internal beauty. And, um, you know, I think it's so important for us, the earlier we can learn this, the better, you know, for some of us, the journey is very long and and rugged, um, and That's takes right. a long time to get to that place of self-love and, and realizing that the power is within. Um, but then for some young people, I've seen them really embrace that and, and have a much easier time in their life. Um, so let's dive into um, the law of attraction and really what that means. And before we get into the meat of it, I know you have such an amazing story. Um, okay. And I wanna just, I guess, ask you know how you got started in this philosophy, way of life, and now you're a coach. So how did that all kind of come together for you?
1: Yeah, I've had a really kind of interesting story. It was never a straight path for me. It was more like a zigzagging up and down a mountain. get to where I got to, I was always searching and I was always wondering what the meaning of life was. And I was looking across the world for answers. I went to a holy mountain in Bosnia just to find the purpose. Why are we here? Why are we getting up and going to work? Like, is there something more to life? And then I met a group of missionaries who seemed to be happy and they didn't own anything. And I thought maybe that's what I'm looking for. This call was really strong and I joined them and gave away everything, <laughs> took a valve of poverty, chastity, obedience. I did the extreme opposite to what my friends were doing. They were all clubbing and yes. doing the usual things that a 19, 18 year old are doing. And when I was there, it was actually not what I expected. It was all the opposite. Uh, but it it was brilliant for a reason that I'll tell you later. Uh, So basically we were taught that in order to be close to God, to the universe, to find the meaning, we had to diminish ourselves. We had to become small and we had to put ourselves down and it didn't feel right. And after four years, I ran away and that was a launching pad for me because I, I knew that wasn't the purpose in our life. It had to be something else. And it, I came across this quote from Marianne Williamson and she said, you're playing small doesn't serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that others won't feel insecure around you. We're meant to shine as all of God's children. And that led me to coaching. I just saw it and I said, that's it. That's the vehicle I'm going to choose. A few years later, I came across this book And it was actually um, one of the moments where I felt like giving up on coaching. And I found this book and it was on The Law of Attraction by Abraham Hicks. And I fell in love with that book. I thought, oh my gosh, if only I could teach this. And one by one, it was so weird. (laughs) It was Law of Attraction happening. One by one, I started attracting clients and I thought, should I teach them this or is it a little too weird? And they were loving it. And that's how I ended up being a Law of Attraction coach. But something else happened to me in that process. See, when I joined the missionaries, I got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, lupus. And it was pretty bad. <laughs> I had um, bleeding retinas in both eyes. I was in bed for a month with a fever. I had um, lots of aches and pains. At one stage, I couldn't walk, out to have ice buckets. And the doctors explained to me all the details and all the facts about the sickness. So they said, anything from your head to your toes, you can get sick. When you get sick, it lasts a really long time. There's no cure for this. You're on medication for the rest of your life. And so at that time, not many people knew what lupus was. So whenever someone asked me, I gave them a script. I told them the whole dialogue that the doctors told me. And it wasn't until around the time I came across the law of attraction that I started questioning, what if I want to be well? Do I get a choice? And I would go into the appointments and I'd see all these elderly people with arthritis on walking sticks. And I thought, if I keep telling the story that the doctors gave me, I'm going to end up being like them. Uh, And so I went on a search and I searched all across the world and I found someone in South Africa. had been healed of lupus but they did this really long process to get healed and another thought came across my mind that when you cut your finger it heals on its own it's not a complicated process there's something divine or something that's working to put that together and I thought this should be simple I'm just going to imagine what it's like to be well 15 minutes a day that's all I did. I just pictured it. Now I had to use my imagination because it wasn't my reality. I was used to aches and pains and sickness and medication. That was my life. But to actually imagine what does it feel like to be well? And I would imagine electricity going through my body, etc. And finally, I just noticed about a year, it wasn't a quick process, it it just happened so subtly that I didn't even notice it was happening. A year later, I felt like, oh, I feel pretty strong. I started doing Zumba, I trained as an instructor, I was feeling really good. And I thought, and I felt well enough to go off the medication. Now, I'm not telling anyone not to listen to their doctor, but this is what I felt inspired to do. And I went back, got the blood test, and my doctor said, wow, you're, you're... Luther's DNA is at zero percent Now it was fully high before and so I eventually told him what I'd done <laughs> I wasn't taking the medication and he said you better take a little bit because it's going to come back so he didn't believe it would go but then a year later I didn't take it again <laughs> and he looked at it and he said this is miraculous he, he said I've only seen that in two percent of people clearly mindset is everything but I'm not allowed to say that but you can say that. Mm-hmm. So so that tied in with my fascination with law of attraction and realizing that how powerful our thoughts are to create a different reality. And current reality doesn't have to have the final say.
0: Mm, I love that. And that's so inspiring. And it gives people, I think, just hope. Hope that you can really shift the direction of your life if you choose to. And that's where the power is. It's your choice. Um, so let's, I know it's a very deep topic, but how does the law of attraction work? Like, I know there's no yeah. simple, simple answer, but if we can make it yeah. as simple as possible, that would be. Sure. Yeah.
1: okay. So law of attraction is basically a universal law like gravity, and it's operating where like energy attracts like energy. So it operates whether we believe in it or not, whether we agree with it or not. Uh, And we don't need to understand it for it to work, okay? The important thing is to understand that your thoughts are creative. They're not just airy things. They're doing something. The moment we think a thought, it's sent out to the universe. It actually emits a frequency. And within 14 seconds, another thought like it will join it. So if you can imagine like a snowball effect... Okay, the longer you stay on a particular thought, law of attraction is adding another one like it. You can test this out when you wake up and you go, oh, my back hurts. It doesn't take long for you to think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to have to face traffic. Oh, and, and then adding another thought and this starts to build momentum and you've already set up your energy for the day and you're going to end up attracting all those unwanted things. Okay, so... Once similar thoughts group together and they form this snowball effect, it has actual pulling power. It becomes like a magnet. Okay, and that thought that's built momentum, and if it's got great emotion, it's a stronger magnet. A stronger magnet. Sorry. So you'll find that if you really, really fear something, you're perfect in the perfect position to actually attract the thing that you fear. But if you're really enjoying life, you're also in a perfect position to attract more good things in life, okay? Because it's faster moving energy or just keeping it simple, stronger magnet. So basically, the outside world will start to attract situations, circumstances, people that are a match to your energy. So you can't control things outside, but you do have control of your thoughts, which means you have more control with what is showing up in your life than you think. And if you can just imagine that everything outside of you is just this field of energy, which it is. (laughs) And this field is waiting to say, give me direction. What do you want of me? And so every thought that you're thinking with great emotion or held long enough, 14 seconds, building up, is actually imprinting into this field, impressing into it. Now, We're doing this unconsciously. So most of us live our day not realising or not scanning our thoughts. And so we tend to attract a mixture or a lot of what we don't want because it's easier for people to think about what they don't want than what they do want in life. So more unwanted shows up. But if you understand the way the system works, Mm -hmm. then you can start to consciously direct yourself towards more of wanted. So, in your
0: example that you gave, you you made a good point in that you had to imagine yourself feeling well, and it's hard to do when in the physical you're feeling the pain, right? Yeah. It's, it's it's kind of it's it's tough to say I'm well, I feel great, I'm energized.
1: Very hard. <laughs>
0: and your body is like aching and throbbing, for example. So how so? So I think a lot of people, when they, str- they kind of struggle with law of attraction because, let's say you say something like, oh, I want a million dollars, right? Or that's mm. what I want. Yeah. But there's something missing in that, right? It's, you have yeah. to have the imagination, the feeling yeah. of what it's going to feel like.
1: Yeah. That's Maybe it because, happens,
0: right? or, yeah, up- this is
1: uh, the okay. way it works. You're, you're right there. So you think a thought. Thought is a starting process of creation. You have two choices, to think about what you want or what you don't want. Your natural emotional guidance system will kick into negative emotion if you think about unwanted things. When you think about wanted things, you will naturally feel better, okay? So there's a better feeling or a worse feeling, and that's there to guide you so you know whether you're focused on wanted or unwanted. Now, as soon as you uh, think a thought and you pick which side you're going your brain will release a chemical into your body you will now feel that as an emotion. Your emotion, think about it as um, radiating out, like an aura, Mm -hmm. is sending out a message to the universe saying, this is the emotion I pick. And the universe, who is not listening to words, is only picking up how you feel, will say, yes, I agree with you. Here are more life experiences to continue the feeling that you chose to broadcast. That's the simplest way I can think of yeah, it. it that the universe reads your feelings. This is an emotional universe. It will, it's a mood-based universe. Now, where do you learn this stuff at school? You don't learn this stuff at school. You learn to achieve and success. And, but no one teaches you how to um, handle your emotions. And that's the most important part because that's the vibration that you're sending out. Does that make
0: sense? <laughs> yeah. So your thought has to have the right vibration for this to really manifest in the way that you want,
1: correct? Yeah. So now when a person says, "How can I feel healthy when I am so sick?" Okay? Um I've heard Abraham say, "You can be sick and depressed or you can be sick and hopeful." That slight difference is enough because that is unwanted versus wanted you only need to be turned in the direction of wanted it doesn't mean you have to be fully over the rainbow and jolly and 100 percent happy okay you just need to have your boat turned into the right direction
0: and so when someone says i'll use that example again because it's like one that i hear people joke about well i want a million dollars okay but then nothing happens so they say well i'm thinking i want it i would like to have it
1: Yeah. Where is the disconnect there? Is that? Yeah. The disconnect is in the thought that's active, that's contradicting the desire. So what happens is it takes two things to manifest. It takes desire and it takes belief. They need to be in the same direction. Okay. But what happens is most of us has the belief in the opposite direction. We really, really want it. I don't doubt that but our beliefs are not supporting it. So I want a million dollars, but in my mind, I have an active thought and it might not even be conscious that only 0.0000% of people will win the lotto. Now, what chance do I have of winning the lotto now? That thought is working against me. Now, if I want to move it closer, now I'm not going to be able to say, oh, I'm going to win a million dollars because I've practiced the belief so strongly. That's like a wall in the way. Okay, The universe wants to give us everything we want, but we have this great wall of China around us. And that great wall of China is only a contradictory belief. That's the only thing that's stopping us and that's inside us. Now, we can gently massage that thought into a better feeling place. So notice I can say, instead of only 0.000% or 0.1% will win the lotto, I can say to myself, well, technically, if I buy a ticket, I'm in the running. In mathem- pure mathematics. Yes, <laughs> okay, yes. now that feels a little bit better. So that's a step in the right direction. Okay, okay. that's slowly that. budging it over so that it's not out like that. It's slowly moving it in. So now we're coming into what we call alignment. With our desires.
0: Yeah, that that makes it much clearer. And for people that are listening that may not believe in this at all, like the non-believers, let's say. Yeah. What do you say to people like that? Because I'm sure you encounter them in your own life.
1: Yeah. Family yeah.
0: members might think, oh, that's woo-woo, that's a little crazy. Yeah.
1: It doesn't matter if you don't believe. You don't have to believe in it. You just have to see the effects. Okay. There are lots of people that don't believe in this, but they're living wonderful lives. Okay, so you just have to see that a person that tends to focus on great things in life tends to attract opportunities. The person that always talks about sickness tends to have the sickness. The person that always talks about debt seems to always be in debt. (laughs) The person that keeps complaining about the people at work and then keeps changing jobs keeps attracting the same situation. So you'll also notice you're thinking about that friend and then out of nowhere that friend calls you. Mm. Or you happen to be buying a red car and everywhere you see red cars. So you don't really have to believe in all the woo-woo parts. You just need to understand that there is a correlation between thought and things, that thoughts turn to things, that everything that you can see around you that's created in this world, the buildings, the monuments, everything started off as a thought in someone's mind. Mm. So if you can understand that, And that is enough to get you more conscious.
0: And what are two ways that people,
1: if they want to get started in
0: just paying attention, what are two things that they can do right away to start shifting Mm -hmm. their mindset and their life?
1: Awesome. Okay, one of the things which I've already mentioned is imagination, visualization. Since everything started off as an image in our minds, why not start creating the image that you want, okay? Most of us live from the outside in, meaning I'm going to look at reality. This is what's happening on the news and therefore I'm going to observe that and then what we're doing is we're recreating the same reality. We're not going anywhere. We're basically same old, same old. If you want to create a new reality, which is kind of what I did with the lupus, I go into my mind and I ask myself, Okay, rather than what's happening out there, what's that cause me to want? What do I really want? And entertaining the desire, okay, if I could wave a magic wand, or wouldn't it be nice if I could have a life like this? And you're literally playing a movie in your mind. Yeah. So basically when we're playing a movie in our minds, then that becomes the active departing point for law of attraction to build. Okay. So This is what we want to do. We want to make the inner world more vibrant, more stronger than the outer world. Now, that takes a bit of practice because obviously it's easier to react to reality all around you, okay? But it takes skill to go inside and to actually see a different reality. Um, Now, Raymond Hollowell says doing this, thinking a thought when reality is obviously the opposite It's the hardest work in the world Mm -hmm. so that's just a skill that you can develop by just doing 15 minutes a day visualizing the kind of life you want now there's a voice inside your head that's going to go no that's stupid that's not practical what are you talking about okay but just break through that voice. That's just the, what you've learned. When you were a kid, you imagined all the time. You played hide and seek, and you imagined I'm a, you know, astronaut, and I'm a this, and so where did you learn not to do it? From you know, well-meaning adults who don't understand the way the universe works. It's one of your greatest mental faculties. So you wanna develop that. So that's one area. Second area is your self-talk. So these two things make up your reality. The images you're entertaining in your mind, okay, okay, and the way that you talk to yourself. So most of us, uh, like in the beginning, were full of loving words to ourselves when we were little babies we, we loved ourselves oh look at my foot and oh look at my this is my hand and yay like we were pretty good with our self-talk but then what happened along the way we pick up the talk of other people and if they're not loving themselves fully I'm picking that up too I mustn't be lovable Okay? because people can only give the love that they have for themselves. If they don't, if they're running on empty, they've got nothing to give. But then, us as little children, then we interpret it as something's wrong with me. Okay, and then we learn to start to have this negative self-talk. So we can also unlearn it. Okay, and it only starts step by step. So if I, for example, um, didn't get an interview, or I mean, didn't do well in the interview, the self-talk will kick in—the normal habit. Oh, you're no good. That means you. You don't have the talent or skill, or that I means you'll never find a job, or you can stop and go, No, that was one interview only. Okay, that was that job, and maybe something better is waiting for me. Well done, because this is practice for me for the job that's really right for me. Like, do you see how I'm talking yeah, in a kinder way to myself? Now, yeah, so the first thing is actually picking up the voice. Towards yourself, and uh, and then that way. Unless you pick that up, you don't know how to correct it. But this is the best way to do it. As soon as you feel negative emotion, okay, stop yourself. Don't keep carrying on. Just say, "What was I just thinking?" And then you'll find that that thought is working in contradiction to you. And that's the moment to go. Okay, how can I soothe this? How can I? How we're not asking how can I make this one hundred percent happy. I'm just how would I. Just like if you had a little child and that little child was upset about something, how would you talk to that child? That's how you're going to talk to yourself mm-hmm. and you will re-nurture yourself back to that place where you, when you were a child.
0: No, that makes perfect sense. and I like your example. So in your mind, imagining the, the greatest movie that you would like to see play out for your life. Yes. You know, see it as a movie screen and see the movie playing out visualize and you know start maybe 15 minutes a day just really daydreaming and imagining your life and the second part would be then to match that up with watching how you speak and what your thoughts are so that they align with that movie therefore getting you in that directional vibration to attract it is what you're looking for. Perfect. That's right. That makes total sense. Um, Now, one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on here too, was now that we've kind of talked about the law of attraction, kind of bringing that into the world of beauty. And in the world of beauty, you know, we are focused and working on the outside, right? So there's tons of skincare treatments and hair and makeup and everything in the world that's fun and, and lovely but it's all very external and we can make ourselves super beautiful on the outside mm-hmm. but if it doesn't match up with what's going on on the inside it's you know it, it it's just I don't want to say a lost yeah. cause but it's just the full picture is yeah up. so yeah that's right so, um so we neglect that, I think, a little bit in society, but especially yeah. in the food industry, we don't really talk about it. But, you know, with wellness becoming more and more of a thing that people mm. are being more aware of, where can we begin to heal and learn to love ourselves? You know, you mentioned yeah. how you would talk to that child, right? How, yeah. you know, how would you want to talk to a small child?
1: Is that part of it? Like, how do we begin? Absolutely. Well, it really really helps to know that, okay, because sometimes we can go about life thinking we're broken, but we didn't start off that way. Remember, you came into this life as universal love, universal energy, universal intelligence, okay? You were much more than what is in this shell. And you loved yourself. You knew your worth when you came into this world. So anything that is not love was picked up along the way. And it was picked up along the way through repetitive messages. Okay. So we picked it up in society. We picked it up on television. We picked it up the moment that a parent goes, let's compare this baby to the other baby. Okay. And then you get compared at school. You get graded on a bell curve. You get compared, compared. And this living outside of ourselves instead of finding our inner worth is what has caused the instability, okay? So there are, we end up growing up because as children, we don't have the reasoning factor to be able to go, oh, mommy's just um, working. It doesn't have to mean that I'm unlovable. We don't have that ability yet. So we interpret these things and it carries on into adulthood and we can look perfectly fine on the outside, but we can feel broken and unloved inside. So there's nothing wrong with looking great. There's nothing wrong with enjoying makeup and doing all these things. Uh, but if we don't get the inside right, as you were saying, if we don't love ourselves, then what's the point? We are here on this planet to journey and love ourselves. There's a lady named Anita Morjani who had a near-death experience. And on the other side, she was afraid of so many things. She was afraid of getting cancer even, that she got cancer. Um, When she came across the other side, she found out there was only one thing that we're we're asked to do while we're here, and that's to love ourselves, love ourselves authentically. And she came back, and she now goes around the world telling that message. So, yeah, the root is childhood, but the good thing is a repeated message can be changed to the opposite. So you can start today. You can start today by catching those thoughts when you're not kind to you and starting to soften it, okay? Because we're so hungry for love <laughs> inside, we are looking for, we're like leeches. We're looking for someone to approve of me. We're looking for follows. We're looking for likes. We're looking for someone to say, you did a good job. And what I say is, instead of looking at it from someone else, instead of asking someone else to give you flowers, give yourself flowers. Tell yourself the words that you're longing to hear from someone else. Now, what's going to happen? You're going to be so secure. You're going to be on steady ground. You'll be able to walk this world proud of yourself. You're going to radiate a different energy. You're going to let people off the hook. You must love me. You must love me. No, you must love yourself. Okay. And this is what's going to help you. We grow up in life believing that our value is in what we own, how we look, what we achieved, what other people think of us. All external, all external, outside of us. But the true value is learning to love ourselves. Now, the universe is already loving us. So this is the interesting thing. The universe is showering and pouring us so much love. We are saying no, 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 (laughs) okay? And because we are saying no, there is a block there. There is a clash of opinions, and that is creating the negative emotion. We think the negative emotion is because we are unlovable. No, the negative emotion is because the universe loves us and we don't match that opinion. And anytime we don't match the universe's opinion, we have an inbuilt system that creates negative emotion to alert us. That's all it is. So I hope that helps.
0: (laughs) So any negative thought you have about yourself, I like what you said. It's kind of like an alarm bell to awaken you that you're not in alignment with the truth. And the truth of the universe is that you are whole, you are perfect,
1: you are loved. And- yeah, and, and see how you're saying that now and see how soothing that feels. The soothing is the alignment with the opinion of the universe, okay? The discomfort means the universe doesn't agree. So if you are failing in something, for example, like, uh, oh, I'm not, I'm, I'm not getting that job, okay? Because the universe can see the other job that's yeah. waiting for you. Yeah. Okay? When you say you're no good and it feels bad, it's because the universe thinks you're so good.
0: Yeah, I always I I do believe that, and I do share that with my girlfriends that are, you know, maybe going through a breakup or yeah, like didn't get the job they wanted. I always say that rejection is God's protection. You know, it's, it's not meant good. for you. Something else is there for you, and you have to something just something like, better. Go. Yeah, something better that's more suited for your happiness is is awaiting you. So I love that. I love that you confirmed Fantastic. that. That's really amazing. And I wanted to talk also with you about, you know, as we're talking about, you know, what we all do. I mean, it's just, you know, we're like you said, we learn this as we grow into society to, I call it the nasty voice. You know, the person inside your head that's just not very nice to you and said yeah. you know, that you're not good enough or you can't do that or you're too old or you're too fat or you're whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, fire that nasty voice because I feel like if you don't this kind of is my next question to you Hmm. how do our thoughts affect how we
1: age oh this is a brilliant question okay so think of ourselves as channels of energy if you think of a toaster it's just a toaster plug it into electricity it's now alive and working as it meant to so this body here is just a shell Plug it into the source of life, okay? Energy, some people call it God, energy, spirit, whatever you want to call it, okay? And that flows through us. So, whenever we are kind to ourselves, imagine it like us opening the valve or us opening the lid, and that energy flows through us, and we are happy and healthy and abundant, and all good things come. The symptoms of joy, love, peace, confidence, everything comes together. Anytime we entertain a thought that contradicts, doesn't match the opinion of the universe, is not kind to ourselves, we shut that valve. We literally block the energy. Okay? And the symptoms will come. The first symptom is negative emotion. The, it's the negative emotion saying, hey, pay attention. This doesn't feel good. Just like when you touch a hot stove, you back your hand off because it doesn't feel good. The negative emotion saying, come on, feel this, feel this. What we might do is try to numb that. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to go and have a drink. I'm going to go and I'm going to block it out. I'm going to, um, you know, I'm going to ignore it. Okay. But it's going to get stronger because it's trying to warn us to move our thought. So if that doesn't work, then soon our body will start to show signs as another warning, secondary warning. (laughs) Okay. So it will start to break down. You'll find that you'll age faster okay, you'll start to get sickness, and you'll have all the symptoms of a blocked valve. So you'll have fear, worry, anxiety, Um, all of that will come in one hit. So negative emotion is not bad, it's our friend, it is guiding us, it is indicating to us. Do something about that thought, be a little bit kinder to yourself, be a little bit more soothing to yourself. Mm -hmm. The way you're going to treat yourself will then reflect on how you treat other people you'll start to be kinder to other people as well.
0: And that is the best beauty advice that I think can be offered. There's no cream, there's no procedure, there's nothing that's going to fix until you learn to love and
1: honor yourself and your spirit. And only you can do it. I mean, you can demand that your boyfriend or, or your partner say it, but how long can they stand on their head for you? Yeah. and keep that up, then there's going to have bad days that they're not going to be able to supply it. You've got to be able to supply it to yourself. And when you do, you unlock freedom and you give others freedom to be themselves because now they you no longer need them to supply something to you. And it's a really wonderful amazing thing and if we only knew that's within us it's inside of us we have the ability to do that now um it's interesting because marissa peer the um she's britain's best therapist i love her she works with all these supermodels, and she says they're stunning and they're broken inside Mm -hmm. it's not all these things that will fill you you've got to fill yourself first and then enjoy all these things enjoy the fashion enjoy the clothes enjoy those things because you've got the fountain inside first and then you can enjoy everything else outside of you well
0: I think what happens you know obviously I mean I'm not a model I'm not claiming to be but you know when people tell you that you're pretty. You know, since you were a little kid, oh, you're pretty, you know, you're pretty. After a while, what I've observed in my own life and what happens to other women is that that's all you are then, you know, all yeah. the value then and how people will love you is because you're pretty. Yeah. And I find that when that's all you are, and that's yeah. all that you feel is your value, is your looks. As you age, and as that goes away, because oh, it's, it's terrifying for everybody, I think for those people, it can be much harder because then who are they, right? They're not the girl that's getting all the attention, the, you know, the girl that yeah. the boys are chasing anymore, because, you know, one day that's, that's going to fade away. You're exactly. not going to the girl. So uh, yeah. for those women that, that's all they place the value on, that can be so painful to age. Um, Yeah, exactly. Why, Um, just based on what you're saying, is they're broken inside. They never worked on that part of
1: themselves. Yeah. And then they're aging, and it's just traumatic at that point. It is traumatic. Uh, The wonderful thing is you can start today you can start the dialogue today. I have so much hate for myself. I'm an Asian living in Australia, but when I moved here, there wasn't many Asians. So I wanted to be a white kid. I wanted to have blonde hair. I didn't want to eat rice. I wanted to be someone else. I wanted to be, you know, everyone wants to be who they're not. If you've got straight hair, you want the curly hair. If you, you're tall, you want to be short. You want to be, you're short, you want to be tall. You want the opposite. Um, but and when will it ever be enough? You've got to find something about you now. I think we really help people when little kids, when we say you're valuable because you're you, instead of you're va- well done, you're good because you got good grades. Mm-hmm. I was speaking to somebody who, who said to me, um, you know, I only ever got attention from my parents when I got good grades. So it was absolutely everything to get good grades and you know people do drastic things if they don't achieve that because it means everything in the eyes of the parents or but we want to build that understanding that you're valuable because you exist the mm-hmm. universe that. wanted you
0: so powerful that just yeah. gives chills that is so powerful and i really hope that whoever's listening to this you know if you are feeling less than or not lovable or like you don't deserve i hope that you'll take these words and and just start making that small shift today of just being kinder to yourself right and just saying yeah. nicer things in your mind and see what happens i mean
1: what have you got to lose at that point? you've got nothing to lose it's within your hands you're an infinite being now, these voices, because they are so repeated, they're going to be a little bit of work to, to break through in the beginning. Because they've they been just, with you for so long. Yeah, they're yeah. like a super freeway in yeah. your, your connections, in your mind. So they are the easier path to take, right? Because the subconscious mind will take thoughts that were initially just conscious And we'll say, okay, seems like you're repeating this. I'll make the job easier for you. I will make this automatic so you can tend to other things. Mm -hmm. Like so driving, brushing teeth, that sort of thing will be now on automatic, same with limiting beliefs, okay? So when you start a new thought, it's like carving out a dirt road. In the beginning, you've got to, you're going to be conscious of it, like you're telling. Now, sometimes your mind will go, but no, that's not true. Okay, so kind of think of our subconscious minds as a pack of wild dogs or uh, like they're reactive, they do their usual thing. But I'm going to be talking calmly and confidently and reassuringly. No, well, this is how it is from now on. (laughs) I literally tell them to shut up (laughs) and listen to me. This is our own thoughts, our own limiting beliefs. So I say, okay, enough. This is how it is. No other options. This is how we are. Yeah, well, One of my favorite authors
0: but... is Louise Hay. I'm sure you're familiar with Louise Hay. Yes. <laughs> her dynamic work. Um, she's passed away now, but what a tremendous life. Um, I recommend anyone read any of her books. Um, she, one thing I always, I took away from that many things, but the one thing is when you have a mean or negative thought in your head to acknowledge it, because it's there and to mm. say, thank you. But I no longer think that I think yeah.
1: Now. like you have to replace it, right? yeah mm-hmm. it's like thanks for sharing thanks this for is sharing that yeah said. this is what thanks I what I think and um <laughs> acknowledging it is good because when you acknowledge it you, you kind of hear yourself and think that's ridiculous that thought when you when you or you write it down you go you know it's um uh, an exercise you can do is is simply if you if you're aware of it, just writing down the limiting beliefs as they, say, as they sound in your head, just writing them down. I found one time I was going to Europe and it was around the time where all terrorism was happening. And I thought I'd be a savvy traveller and check the smart traveller government website. And every country we were going to was warning, prime spot for terrorist attack. And I started freaking out. And I thought, hang on, Anna, if you keep continuing with this thought, then you're going to attract the very thing. So I wrote down all the things I was worried about. And then next to it, I wrote down how I wanted it to be. And so I wrote, I'm scared of, there's going to be a terrorist attack. And then next to I said, I have a smooth and seamless trip. I enjoy culture, food, sites. It's so amazing. The sun follows us wherever we go, blah, blah, blah. And the trip ended up being exactly what was on my right column. And I'm glad I, I worked on that thought. <laughs>
0: yeah. And this, you know, it sounds really easy and I'm sure, you know, hearing this conversation, it's like, oh yeah, that all makes sense. But then we go back to our lives and it becomes a challenge again, and you kind of slip back into old patterns. It's very easy to do. Is that why you think it's so important that people, if they're struggling in this area of their life or they want to, I don't want to use the word master because I don't think we ever can be masters, but get better at this? Yeah. Capacity? Working with a coach. What is the benefit of that?
1: And what do you do in your coaching? What would that look like? Yeah. Okay. So working with a coach is very beneficial for this reason. Um, As you know, we've got these thoughts that are working against us. And some of those uh, we're not even aware of. Okay. It's easier if you, you might notice, it's easier to give advice to a friend, help a friend sort themselves out. But when it comes to ourselves, (laughs) not so easy, right? Why? Because we're in the snowball of energy, that is in the opposite direction, so we can't even see it. And that's where a coach will come in and will start to help us navigate through that negative momentum. Now, when I work with a client, I do a lot of changing their beliefs, okay? Because understanding how the universe works helps to get rid of half of those thoughts that are based on false premises, okay? Um, And we do different processes. So it depends on the individual. Uh, But I like to teach them, reframe their understanding of how the universe is through different aspects of universal laws. And then we look at some of the beliefs that are currently happening and we work on smoothing them out to a better feeling place. Okay. Um, I used to do a lot of action first, but now I realise, unless you get the vibration right the action will kind of be futile because you haven't addressed the cause of the problem. Mm-hmm. When you get the vibration right and if you're doing it properly, you'll be naturally inspired to act. Mm-hmm. Okay, so people I know that are very in alignment, they can't help but get moving and starting to do things. Okay, so it's this miscon—it's a bit of a misconception to think law of attraction is just sitting there imagining and it's going to fall into your lap. If you are sitting there imagining aligning you are receiving impulses from your inner being constantly and you are moving you are you cannot stay still
0: okay yeah I think I think it is important that if you are struggling to you know reach out to a coach I know you have lots of amazing different platforms you know people can you know obviously just follow your advice on social media um, but definitely reaching out and working with someone I think is so important. It's, it's the biggest gift you can give to yourself, um, help along that journey of self love. And I think a lot of people say they love themselves. I hear people say that all the time, like, Oh, I love myself, but I can just tell just by living or how they think or what things they say. And I catch myself doing it too. I mean, I, I'm still on the road to fully loving myself. Um, It's always a work in progress, but I think it's important to acknowledge and then to ask for help, Um, especially because we taught this as kids. We didn't, unless you grew up, maybe, maybe your kids will grow up with a whole different way, (laughs) like knowing this. But when we were younger, that wasn't what was taught, you know, growing up with religion and with, I think most of us grew up in a time where that just was not the way.
1: Um, Absolutely. We have a lot of
0: programming to do.
1: Yeah, that's it. And that change in perspective is part of the exhilaration, Mm -hmm. that opening the valve from a closed place is part of the fun. You know, coming up with new ideas and new things to do summons more energy. That's another actual um, way of saying young, trying new things, giving new activities a go, switching what you normally do. If you normally drive somewhere, walk there. Uh, Like all of that summons new energy to flow. It's, uh, yeah, so basically I actually offer a free, free 30 minute session online, um, Mm -hmm. on my website. So yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If they like what you've been saying, you know, to reach out to Anna and, you know, she does do that consultation. You can kind of see if it resonates and feels comfortable, um, for you. If somebody isn't really ready, maybe to take that step, what books do you recommend? Are there like one or two books you can say, you know, go read these books to get you on the, on your way?
1: Yeah, a really good... If you're struggling with self-love, um, absolutely get I, I Am Enough by Marissa Peer is a really good one. If you are fascinated by how the subconscious mind works with the conscious mind, how you can direct and command your actual subconscious, the uh, book I'd recommend is The Power of the Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. And if you are interested in law of attraction in general, I would recommend law, the Law of Attraction" by Abraham Hicks or jerry and esther hicks uh, it 's either the the channeled entity or the actual writers, <laughs> but sure. they are three of my favorite books <laughs> that I would recommend
0: yeah, yeah, and um, to add to that, you know my favorite book on this topic is Louise Hay. Um, you can heal your life.
1: Absolutely. Another Uh, one that is really amazing, very practical mm -hmm. um, and very similar kind of to, to Marissa Pierce in that it's all about self-love.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I binge watched, um, Marissa Pierce's videos on YouTube.
1: <laughs> um, They're great, aren't they? Yeah, mm. like I,
0: I like sometimes I'll fall asleep to it because it's great to hear those positive things as you're kind of yeah. drifting off
1: to sleep. Yeah. And yeah. if you notice, she's very soothing. She's doing that very thing of soothing you. Okay. Um, and this is the message of Abraham Hicks: soothe yourself, soothe mm. yourself from the place where you're at. So Soothing is not the same as be positive all the time, because that's not possible. Soothing is accessible from where you stand, okay? Finding one thought that feels a little bit better than the thought you were thinking.
0: I'm glad you said that, because there's something that I've noticed in our society is toxic positivity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like not not allowing yourself to feel like shit for the day, (laughs) or not allowing yourself to feel bad. Like, oh, that really sucks. I feel bad. I think that's okay. Like to feel that's okay. Yeah, so long as you don't stay in that forever. You know, all you're feeling is negative thoughts. Then that's not good. But it's okay to feel like you have to
1: feel right isn't that yes that's it well think about it if you are to move to a better feeling place you've got to know where you're standing if you're punching into a gps where you want to go you just need to know where your departing point is it's not that you're planning to hang around there you just need to get your bearings for where you want to go from where you are Yeah. yeah
0: Yeah. I'm so glad that you confirmed that as well, because I do see that a lot. You know, I think it's like our impulse to tell someone, Oh, it's going to be okay. Think, think positive, you know, it, you know, that they might bash you up. It's like, well, wait yeah. a minute. You know, I'm not saying I'm going to go jump off a bridge. I'm just saying this feels yeah. shit
1: today. <laughs> I'm yeah. not
0: really good about this situation. Let me, let me work through it. Let me feel it. And you know, and You are moving. will move on. Through it. I'll move on. But yeah, let me,
1: let so this is here. what yeah. the, this is the reason why it's pointless to tell someone to cheer up <laughs> if they're feeling sad, because law of attraction can't give them cheer up from the place of sadness. So emotions are on a scale from joy all the way down to depression. And if you're sitting at depression, the closest thing to you is anger. And that might be the moment, the feeling of relief. That you're moving to and if you're in anger it feels better to blame okay because you're getting your power back um now if you are sitting in uh like anger it might be better to move up to frustration it's a little milder okay so there is incremental movements you can't even if you wanted to feel fully positive you can't because law of attraction can only give you a vibration within the vicinity of where you're standing but what we can do is move okay. incrementally in the right direction as long as i'm heading towards does this feel like more soothing or does this feel like more stress does this feel a little bit better or does this feel a little bit worse that's your indicator that you're heading in the right direction i love it this has been so insightful um so helpful um
0: and i i you know my my whole purpose with this whole series and inviting you anna was just to give people a little bit of hope a little bit of um you know new ideas of shifting of mindset that it's never too late. (laughs) It's never too late to start on the path of loving yourself. And I just want to thank
1: you. Thank you for all of your insight. Thank you for having me. And yeah. And if for those that feel like it's too late, like if you feel you're too old or too whatever, just remember we all have access to only now. So it's an even playing field. The only thing we can affect is this now moment And you can very much begin now. That's a great way to end it.
0: Thank you so much for your time today and joining me on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. And if you want to read more about, um, I actually have a free handbook and it's called Five Fundamental mistakes we make with manifest uh, and how to fix it. Um, So that's downloadable on my website. And uh, shall I give the website name right now, or we'll leave it it there? there.
0: It's all in all the show notes. um, And yeah, they can check the notes. Yeah, look at (laughs) the notes and look up Anna Garcia and she, all of her information for Instagram, social media, other social media platforms, and her website. Um, will all be listed in the show notes of this
1: episode. Great. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun talking about this topic. <laughs> Thanks
0: so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, I would be grateful if you would rate and review and be sure to subscribe so you can get notified when the next episode goes live. To learn more about makeup, skincare, self-care, and my personal go-to products, visit thebeautydebut.com. Do you want to continue today's conversation? You can find me on Instagram at thebeautydebut and on LinkedIn at Claudia Fabian.